Are you here? Are are you here? Are you here? Oh, oh, there you are. You're all here. So let's get another episode of the Paul Leslie Hour going. Now, there's an interview floating around out there of Paul Leslie interviewing rhythm and blues singer, mighty, mighty man, Clarence the Frogman Henry. And this interview was recorded in the Frogman's home in New Orleans. But there was an interview recorded over the telephone from before that. It went out on the radio in about 2008, never to be heard again until now. And we're making it available. Now, Jimmy Buffett once sang, I cut my teeth on gumbo rock, Benny Spellman and Dr. John. Sweet Irma Thomas and Frogman Henry used to boogie-woogie all night long. Hey, but if I had a saxophone... And it's a fitting tribute. And Jimmy Buffett's just one of many singers influenced by Clarence Frogman Henry. Now, the Frogman songs like I don't know why I love you, but I do, have been loved by young and old 70 years in show business. The Frogman's artistic name originates from the lyrics of the million-selling hit, Ain't Got No Home. Frogman's one of the original performers of New Orleans Rhythm and Blues. He is voted into Rockabilly, West Bank, Delta, and Gulf Halls of Fame, and several more, including the prestigious Louisiana Music Hall of Fame. Clarence the Frogman has entertained our presidents and toured with the greatest, from the Beatles to Tina Turner, Dr. John, James Brown, and little Richard Penniman. The Frogman appears at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival every year, where he always makes new fans and new friends and a mighty big splash. Frogman joins the Paul Leslie Hour today to talk about his life in music, what makes New Orleans unique, about his time touring with the Beatles and his friendship with James Jimmy Buffett. Speaking of which... June 3rd, that's today, is the nationwide movie theater premiere of the fun and fascinating documentary film Jazz Fest, a New Orleans story. So please get to your theater and see this film. You'll be very glad you did, and please let us know what you think. You can also help the Paul Leslie Hour to continue in our work. Just go to www.the paulleslie.com slash support and we thank you and now ladies and gentlemen (laughs) take a deep breath we're gonna blow that saxophone the original interview with clarence the frogman henry it is with great pleasure we welcome new orleans musical legend an inductee of the louisiana music hall of fame He has been recognized by the Rockabilly Hall of Fame. It is an honor to welcome one of New Orleans' most loved longtime performers, Mr. Clarence Frogman Henry. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. Hi, this is Clarence. I take the job. Frogman Henry, coming all the way from New Orleans to Georgia. All right. Great to have you on the phone. 
I wanted to start out from the beginning. It all happened way back in 1956. I was working in a club called the Old Joy Lounge in Gretna, Louisiana. I was the piano player for Eddie Smith's band. He was the band leader. And he would ask the guys that owned the club when they get off. You know, and we had been played about six or eight hours or more. And uh, I was getting tired, and every time you go to the guy, the guy walk outside, you know. And uh, I hit a rip on the piano. You know, I respect my uh, band leader, but I was kind of salty. And I hit a rip on the piano and told the people that you ain't got no home. I mean, it was a little small place, but it was packed. And uh, I started singing, ain't got no home. The chicken didn't have a home, the frog, and everybody didn't have a home. And uh, a gentleman, by the, a musician by the name of Paul Gayton, with the A&R man for Chess uh, Records. And he sent the uh, sub up there to Chess and let him hear it. And he came down and told Paul to put me in the studio. And we recorded it in 1956 and got no home in Troubles, in Troubles, you know. And they were pushing Troubles, Troubles. And a uh, leading distractor here in New Orleans by the name of Papa Papa. He flipped it over and he started playing it for the people. One day I happened to be in the studio and he said, this is how the people requesting your song. He said, uh, they said a frog song by the frog man. They didn't know the title of the name or who was singing it. And that's how I got my middle name, Frog Man Henry. So growing up, what kind of music did you listen to? Well, in New Orleans, you play all kind of music. Dixieland, uh, country and western, and, uh, a lot everything, you know. And back up in the 40s and the 50s where I come from, you know. Did you have any musicians in particular that were favorites? Doc Domino was the one that I really look up to, you know, and uh, Professor Longhair. We had a lot of musicians down here that were real famous with Ernie Cato, Tommy Ridgely, and the Neville Brothers, Armand Thomas, you know, the Dixie Cups, you know, those people. But Aaron Neville, uh, Art Neville was the one with the Hawkeye and Sugar Boy with the, uh, Hand cutters and fast diamond and professor long hair. They're from way back in Tommy Ridgely. Your classic song, the one that so many people love, Ain't Got No Home, what inspired you to write that song? I was working overtime in the club, you know, and it just so happened now. I just hit a rip on the piano. It just all of a sudden this came to me that the people didn't have a home, you know, because they were staying in the club and it was time to get off. I was tired, you know. And that's how it would influence me of writing that ain't got no home. Is there a song of yours that you would call a favorite? Well, my favorite is Ain't Got No Home. And you always heard the one you love and what I do. Those are my three favorites. Tell us about the recording of that song, I Don't Know Why, But I Do. Well, way back in, in uh, 1958, you know, I thought, well, 57 when I made Ain't Got No Home that you can live off one record for years and you never go back into playing on the strip. What happened in 1958, I had to come back home and I started playing on the strip. And uh, in 1960, Leonard Chester came there and I was playing in a cup called the Quarter Pieces Tavern. And he stuck his head in the door and he told me, to, uh, you're going to record tomorrow. I didn't have no song, no material. So Paul Gaten and Bobby Charles and I got together. We had what I do on the shelf. We pulled that one off the shelf and we went into the studio and recorded Just My Baby and Me and, and What I Do. Just My Baby and Me was the A side and they flipped it over and What I Do just went off 
was a sleeper. He's been in a lot of movies like Forrest Gump, Mickey Blue Eyes. Ain't got no homies in Christina, Regan Harlem, and uh, Lost Boys. You played with a lot of great musicians and recorded with some great musicians. For example, Alan Toussaint played piano on a number of your cuts. Is there any musician that you've recorded with that you found to be especially a pleasure? Well, especially working with uh, Bill Justin and Freddie Cannon and Boot Randolph. I did a recording session in Nashville with Jeff, you know, for Lennox, Lennox Jeff. And then uh, Mitchell in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, they had a guy, he, he was an A&R man in Memphis, Tennessee. But mostly down in, in New Orleans with Paul Gaten and Dave Bethany. Those were the A&R man for the recording session in New Orleans. You've been singing for quite a long time. I was wondering, what keeps it fresh for you? Keep the people. Everybody loved the old song. My kind of people love the old song. I haven't had a hit since 1961, but ain't got no home. Still out there and what I do, you always hate the one you love and a lot of my other ones. And by the way, I, I wrote uh, Lonely Tramp before ain't got no home way back in 1955. What are you most proud of when you look back at your career? Well, I'm very proud of myself for working with just some guys like Ray Charles, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and Fast Domino, a whole lot of guys, you know. You just mentioned the Beatles, and it's very interesting that you opened 18 concerts for the Beatles in 1964. Right. I was hoping you could tell all the listeners about that experience. Oh, what happened, uh, my manager, Bob Astor, was working for uh, a booking agent in New York called GAC. And he brought the Beatles over from England. They had a West Coast tour and the East Coast tour. So I was on the East Coast. He put me on that one. And a lot of entertainers and musicians wanted to work with the Beatles for nothing. But he, uh, he put me on that show with the Beatles. And I had a lot of fun with Paul McCarthy and... Uh, Bill Black Combo, you know, they were great. You know, they, they toured with the Beatles also in Jackie DeShannon. And uh, we had a beautiful time. Uh, Paul was more outspoken than all the Beatles. You and I and, and the guy that sang with Bill Black Combo was real good friends. We parted together. And Ringo, he was a little, he asked me a lot of questions about my career. Those are the two Beatles that I really recognized. I guess it was amazing opening for them. Never seen nothing like that in my life on the tour with the Beatles. They had doctors, nurses, ambulance, and everything. The security was so great. And uh, we had three days off in Key West, Florida, and we jammed down there with the Beatles. It was a great experience. How did that come to be? Was that like a diversion on the road? That was a vacation. We had three days off. I was with the Beatles for 21 days, and we had three days off down there in Key West, Florida. I bet you there's a lot of stories from that trip. Right, we had a jam session. Speaking of Key West, there's one artist that has a song called Saxophones that mentions you. That's Jimmy Buffett. He has the song where he says he, he cut his teeth on gumbo rock with Benny Spellman and Dr. John, Sweet Irma Thomas, and Frogman Henry. Do you remember that song when it came out? Mm -hmm. Jimmy Buffett and I are great friends. And I met him many times. The first time I met him was in California. I was working at the Whiskey or Go-Go or one of them clubs out there. And uh, 
and I got together and he also, I think he lived in Florida, either Alabama, out there on the shore. And you performed a number of times at the Margaritaville Cafe in New Orleans, is that true? Right. When someone sees you perform, or when they listen to one of your records, what is it that you hope the listener gets out of that experience? That they would uh, really listen to my talent, really enjoy my show. Is there anything on the horizons with Frogman Henry? No, I've been out there 53 years, and I think I just about had enough of it. But I got one more tour to do in Canada, and uh, that's September the 2nd to the 8th. What is it that you like about music? My daddy, he was a, a musician, a home-taught musician, and uh, he played an all-string instrument, guitar, ukulele, and you name it, harmonica, piano. We used to listen to my daddy entertain my mama at night. And it so happened when I, I was working at a service station and I would come home to go come to the house, I was passed by a club called the uh, Brass Rail where Paul Gaten was playing. And I was staying outside and listening to him play, you know, I was a teenager. And uh, it so happened that in 1955, I released Paul Gaten on his off night. Music is my life. When you're not making music, what is it that you like to do? Like the tour, sightseeing. And I, I like to listen to other musicians. Speaking of that, you mentioned that you grew up and you idolized Fats Domino. What music do you listen to lately? I listen to all kind of music. Opera, country and western, bluegrass, gospel. No no one particular style of music. Only thing I don't like that man's the rap. One of your songs that I really like is I'm in Love. I was hoping you could tell us about that song. What happened, I just sat down there and I, and I just scribbled some words, you know. I'm in love, 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 love. Because I was trying to be a songwriter, in which I wrote a few songs, you know. And I sat down there and wrote that one. What about the song Troubles, Troubles? Well, everybody got troubles. Trouble with the rent name, the internal revenue, and with wives. That's the truth. So I had trouble with the wives, and the, but unfortunately not the internal revenue and the rent name. Why do you think that so much great music comes out of New Orleans and Louisiana? In New Orleans, from way back, the people were born with music in New Orleans. I mean, my grand-uncle and everybody, the old people, they, they played instruments that they had never taken a lesson. They were born with music. And uh, we had some great, like Papa Celestine, um, Louis Armstrong, Fast Domino, people like that, you know, and these people brought brought New Orleans really out, you know. And at one time, back in the 50s, everybody around the world was trying to conquer a New Orleans sound, you know. New Orleans had a special backbeat on the drums that everybody was trying to get. And then in 1961, when Alan recorded What I Do, everybody was trying to get them home session that Alan Cooper had put out. David Diamond, he had his style of music, you know, with Fat Domino. There's a great DVD out there called From the Big Easy to the Big Apple. You sing Ain't Got No Home on that DVD. Right. And I was wondering, were you affected at all by the Hurricane Katrina? I was. Now, the piano that I brought when I was 15 years old, which is 55 years old now, uh, was destroyed, you know. They sent me a, a baby grand, but I still got that old piano. I wish that somebody could restore it for me. How are things going down there now? New Orleans is coming back real nicely. You know, a lot of 
people getting back in their homes and everything. And but it it, it stressed out a lot of people. It it taught a, a lot of people in New Orleans things about their life, their family. You know, it broke up a lot of family and it, and it gained a lot of family members. You've recorded a number of other artists' songs, like for example, "Long Lost and Worried," which is a Dr. John song. Who out there, as far as songwriters, do you find that? What was that? Bobby Charles. See you later, alligator. From Atlanta, Louisiana. Uh, he was a great songwriter for me, also, and Alan Cousin. And uh, Sam the Man Theater wrote one song for me, The Little Green Frog. He was a saxophone player that played with me with uh, Jackie Wilson Show in the Brooklyn Paramount. You're a Louisiana man, and a lot of our listeners know that Louisiana has some of the best cooking in the world. I was hoping you could tell us, what is your all-time favorite meal? Red bean and rice and gumbo. Everybody down in New Orleans, mostly the red bean and rice sandwich and gumbo filet. And uh, seafood, you know, crawfish, crab, boiled crab, and, and, and boiled shrimp and fish. Yeah, that's so good eating. If someone comes to New Orleans and they want to hear some music, where would you say the best place to go would be? Best place to go is down on Bourbon Street and uh, down on Decatur Street between in the French Quarter. That's where you meet all the different musicians. I have one final question. This broadcast is going out all over the world, so I'd like to ask you, Mr. Clarence Frogman Henry, what would you like to say to the world? What would you like to say to all those people out there listening? I want to thank everybody in the world for giving me such a blessing and a great career in music. I really enjoyed the people around the world, all over in Sweden, England, Germany, New Zealand. You know, it makes me feel good when you go out of town, Canada, all down the West Indies. I had a beautiful life in music. It showed me a lot of different things about the culture of people around the world. And I'm, I'm thankful for, for giving me that experience. Well, what a great answer. Mr. Henry, I thank you very much for your time and for giving us such a good interview. And my pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.